Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Snack Time episode of the Health Unfiltered podcast. Um, My name is Ro. For those of you that are new, for those of you that are consistent listeners, what is up? Thanks for coming in and checking in again. Um, Kind of a cold not kind of, definitely the coldest morning we've had here in Baltimore. It's about 35 degrees and I'm like, oh, winter's coming. So um, yeah, hopefully you're staying warm wherever you are. I know that <laughs> Brooke is staying warm in Costa Rica. Shout out to her. Um, but yeah, making sure we we bundle up and take extra time to warm up um, when we hit the gym or uh, if you're crazy enough to run outside and stuff, do that. Um, what I wanted to talk about today on the Snack Time episode was phone use um, and more specifically like how phone use can affect your training sessions now I'm addicted to my phone I love my phone I love TikTok social media you know things that kind of give my little dopamine hits um, I love listening to podcasts I love music uh, I posted on my story a couple weeks ago that I got some new pads for my Bose headphones, which feels so comfy. Um, and then I finally got new earbuds um, from Bose. And I, you know, shout out them. They uh, don't sponsor us, but if they do, I will take it. Um, great, great pieces of tech. I'm a bit of an audiophile. So I just love the way that things sound. But anyway, um, the reason I, I get really particular about the way things sound is because I know myself. And for those of you who don't know, I grew up uh, singing, playing instruments and things like that. <laughs> Always been a bit of a natural performer, obviously. Um, but I'm, I'm very particular about, you know, the, the kinds of things that I want to hear when I'm training or um, working on stuff or writing. I kind of have like different genres that I know get my headspace in a in a right space for the task at hand. Um, whether that's preference, whether it's some undiagnosed form of ADHD or something else, like who knows? But I I know what what tends to to work for me, and when it's time to be silent, right? But um, I wanted to talk really specifically about how your phone can hurt and it can help your performance, especially within the context of like resistance exercise. Um, so this is specific to you know, like if you're lifting weights, because the science says uh, things a little differently for um, aerobic exercise and running and biking. Um, so this is a bit more specific to lifting weights. 
but I'm sure you're going to be able to find parallels, especially if you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's me. Or I, I know that same thing. Um, so the first thing I think is like, we have to understand that stress never helps, <laughs> right? Uh, especially when you're mentally stressed out, it can be very difficult to kind of focus on the task at hand and say like, hey, I'm here at the gym. I'm here for me. I just want to make myself feel better. Um, or like, I'm here to actively chase the goal of putting on muscle, getting stronger. And that takes focus. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of hard work, especially if you've been doing it for a long time. Um, you have to consistently kind of push the boundaries. So being mentally fatigued um, never helps. And I think that when we think of like mental fatigue, we're we're all like aware of how we feel during our most fatigued states. Uh, but it really is from just like a, a prolonged engagement in what we might call high demanding cognitive tasks. Um, so if you're at work and it's really stressful work and you have to be on for, you know, eight hours, um, that's taxing. It is taxing. And then you go home and try to do some lifting or some activity or even spend time with your family and you're like, man, I'm just, I'm just gassed, right? Well, we can get that same feeling, uh, maybe not to the same degree, but to the degree where it does become significant and it does impact your training um, just by using our phones and just by kind of sinking into the social media trap, right? That is really designed for you to stay on, to click, to click, and to to keep yourself engaged. Um, you know, outside of using your phone, being mentally fatigued can decrease your time to exhaustion by 15%, uh, specific to a cycle test, but it makes sense, right? Like, it's harder for you to continue doing work when you're like, man, I just don't feel like pushing it today because I am tired. Um, and this generally affects the rating of perceived exertion, so how hard we think it is, um, and not like any sort of real physiological marker, um, making it pretty clear that it's it's all in our head, right? Classic mind over matter. Um, but the way they tested this on phones and phone use is they, uh, there are a couple of studies that I'm pulling from, it's like three or four of them that I can link up if anyone's interested. Um, when comparing watching a documentary, which is what they use for their control, um, so not exactly mentally tasking, taxing, you're just kind of watching it um, compared to using your phone for about 30 minutes each. Um, there was an increase in mental fatigue. And, you know, they, they did this looking at what's called the visual analog scale. So you're kind of placing a bar where you think you are as far as mental fatigue. Um, and they use something called the Stroop test, which really is built to to look at how fatigued you are um, mentally. Now, what I thought was really important was in one of these studies, it wasn't just that the mental fatigue was higher, the total training volume was higher in the control compared to the one where you're allowed to use your phone for 30 minutes. And that is where I think we can really start to be like, oh man, like, being being mentally fatigued is is causing us to have some issues in our training right um so if i'm telling you that let's say um your training is going to get affected by 
a total training volume of 10%, right? That means if you're using your phone every day, every time that you train, and let's say that's three times a week, you're theoretically leaving 30% um, because of the compounding, you know, 10% here, 10% there, 10% that third day, um, 30% of volume on the table. Um, and that's outside of, you know, maybe you have poor sleep habits, maybe you have poor um, nutritional habits or what have you. But these are things that are actively like your phone is actively affecting your ability to focus, which then actively messes up your ability to push weight, which then affects your gains. Um, and then, you know, we get sad, <laughs> which causes us to uh, focus more on our phone even there. Um, and so I always thought that that was like interesting because, again, like this is with, with what it's affecting is our RPE and our ability to focus. So we think that things are harder because I'm focused on what's on my phone or my phone or my brain has really just used so much energy just taking in all this information that now I can't do as much work as I thought I could. Um, there was another study that was done in 2000, or sorry, 2020, geez, um, that also took a deeper dive in not just total volume, but the velocity of the barbells as well. And I thought for sure that um, because you were less focused or there was a higher mental fatigue, that they were going to show a decrease in um, velocity. Um, which really means like a decrease in power output. Um, so in this study, they found that when looking at bench and squats, uh, they had 30 minutes of social media use, free social media use before, and then 30 minutes during. So it's like I think between their rest sets, they were allowed two and a half minutes is how it broke down. Um, and there were obvious decrements when you use your phone 30 minutes beforehand. When you were allowed to use your phone 30 minutes during, there wasn't an effect in velocity. So just to clear things up, both of them did impact um, mental fatigue some, but especially beforehand, it was significant. And then during, it was not as significant, which again, I'm a little shocked by. Um, because it didn't affect velocity at all, uh, during, during the training session. So using your, um, phone during, I thought that that was really interesting because I feel like some of my worst work in the gym happens when I'm consistently kind of scrolling through. Um, and that's because my focus is everywhere else. I, I get caught up doing something and then I'm like, oh man, I have to get back to this. But what's really important to understand is that they didn't look at like velocity from a decrement standpoint their uh, protocol was already kind of limiting the decrement. So without getting too into it, like this wasn't designed to see when power output went down, but just if it went down. So if you were doing power work for a long period of time, maybe you would see changes there, right? Um, so just something to, to hold with a, or to take with a grain of salt. Um, but you, you know, you know yourself better than, than anyone else. And <laughs> if social media really gets you going, um, and I doubt it, then, you know, you can keep lying to yourself about that. Um, 
But I think it's really important to kind of, you know, understand that our phone is a tool and it can be a really important tool uh, when we use it in the right way. And that's kind of when I look at music. Uh, So with music, like so many studies have been done at how it can help with uh, aerobic exercise, how it can help with resistance exercise. Um, And it's just interesting in the way it works. So sometimes it helps with getting through exercise, uh, especially at what's called sub suboptimal work. So your your hypertrophy training, um, maybe times you're not maxing out, like then it can be really beneficial. Um, with things like super maximal work or maximal work. So when you're going for a one RM or maybe you're doing like heavy negatives, um, it's actually sometimes not as beneficial. And that's not because of music itself. It's because of the inherent like taxing load or dominance of processing capacities processing capacities that pulling something so heavy requires so if you've ever maxed out and you've been through like a a real grind you know that you can't hear anything you almost black out and you just grind and no amount of (laughs) music or environment is going to kind of pierce the the veil of just all of this work that's being put in to lift this heavy object or do something maximally. Um, Still, loud and fast music almost always helps. There's a reason I like, you know, screaming music and and heavy metal, alternative rock, like things that kind of get my blood going. It's because it helps to focus. It um, does help with decreasing RPE. Um, But I think it's really important that within the text like within research uh, they make it kind of clear they make an argument that specifically it helps maybe not with like the perception of fatigue so you know you're going to get tired like you know it's going to be taxing Um, but what it helps with is how we interpret or respond to sensations of high exertion so if I'm listening to music that's like you know you're crushing it you can beat this blah 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 you know that sort of messaging um, then no longer am I saying like, oh, this is hard. I don't know if I can do it, but it's this is another challenge that I can step up to, um, one that I'm built for and one that I'm currently doing. And that's what music helps with. It's like tends to kind of change the mentality of like how we attack our, maybe all of our problems, but our problem in the gym of like, this is heavy. How can I do this work? Which, I, you know, that's like just super interesting um, in my mind. But uh you know, I know for myself when I'm training, what I like to do is I'll have three apps open really on my phone at all times. Um, my output app, if I'm using it, so that's going to be if I'm using my velocity-based training stuff, um, my Train Heroic, which is what has my lifts programmed onto it. If you're my client, you're very familiar with this app. And then Spotify. Everything else I try to exit out just because even if it's there, right? My brain will kind of want to use it. Um, I would love to kind of turn on my do not disturb um, if I could, but just given work uh, and when I tend to work out, I can't do that as much. But if you have the ability to do that, like awesome, turn that off or turn that on and, and turn your brain off, right? Turn your other responsibilities off if you can for a bit and just focus on the task at hand. Um, And then, you know, slowly, if you do use your phone all the time, 
you try to be like, hey, I am only going to be on one app as I lift, or I really just want to um, limit myself to 10 minutes of screen time when I'm lifting. Uh, you know, di- different things that can help you focus in on more on your exercise because you are there to help yourself. You are there to chase a specific goal. And, you know, now that we know that it can limit your ability to do things, then it's almost like you have to work twice as hard to make up for the work that you're not doing. Um, so being focused and uh, not letting yourself kind of be distracted by this machine, this monster that uh, is social media that is there <laughs> to keep you distracted um, is is pretty crazy. It's, it's important. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about that because I know that I need that reminder sometimes of, hey, like, is what on Instagram important? No, probably not. And then also, if I log on right now, as opposed to at the end of the day, am I going to miss something? No. Um, the messages will stay there. Uh, the feed may be a little late, but at the end of the day, like, <laughs> who cares, really? Um, so, yeah, I would uh, just, you know, kind of challenge myself and and you as listeners to take the time to swipe out of the things you're not using during that 30 minutes to an hour and a half of training and really just focusing on your training because now we know how um, social media can impact. So just some food for thought there. Um, Let me know what music you do listen to. Uh, Maybe the social media apps that you do peruse um, or if you listen to podcasts. I feel like when I listen to podcasts, when I'm lifting, um, I can't focus in on either thing because I want to listen to what's going on um, and I want to lift well. Uh, so let me know if you you also do that or if you listen to maybe some NPR um, or even the podcast. I will say the only thing you can listen to, multiple studies have come out, um, they're just not published yet, that listening to Health Unfiltered actually helps with uh, getting gains. So that's whether you do it before or um, during. Don't, you know, don't go looking for it because it's super top secret stuff. But um, that's it for my snack episode rant. Just wanted to kind of get some music and some social media thoughts out there, some phone use during your training. Um, but keep it nice and short. We'll see you later. Continue to eat your snacks and cue that music. Peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at WestNutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.